1: It takes a lot of work, time, and money to produce all the content we have here at 7Lamb. If you enjoy our shows and would like to help us out, we're on Patreon. You can visit patreon.com forward slash 7Lamb. We have multiple tiers to choose from with tons of bonus content like scripts, extra episodes, bloopers, talks with the cast, and early ad-free releases. Our patrons are a big help and allow us to keep producing quality content. So if you'd like to help us out, once again, that's patreon.com forward slash 7lamb. The number 7, L-A-M-B. Thanks.
0: 7 Lamb Productions presents to you, End of All Hope. Season 4, Episode 13, To Do What It Takes.
2: Put down the gun and kick it over.
1: I was standing in the darkened living room. Only two candles provided any sort of light, which allowed me to see my enemies. The four figures stood in the center of the room. At first I thought it was three men with Ezra, but it turned out that one of them was a girl with short hair. Hey, come on, my gun too. It's in the bedroom.
0: What about the other people?
2: Just watch the hall, Cass. We're going to make this quick.
1: (laughs) You were right not to trust me. I see that.
2: Get on your knees.
1: Now! This must have been the leader. The man wore a black jacket and gloves to match. I got on my knees as he approached. I started to take notice of his facial features. Dark hair, crooked nose, missing tooth,
2: stubble. What do you want? Just your things. The bikes, man. We want the bikes. Transportation is hard to come by.
1: Obviously. Heard Ezra here had to walk all this way in the storm.
0: (laughs) Maybe I lied about a couple things.
1: Yeah, you guys were supposed to be dead. Ezra and the other man split apart. Ezra made his way over to me while the other guy took a seat on the couch.
0: What are you doing?
1: What? Get up.
0: Guys, shut up. You're being too loud.
2: If one of them comes out, fucking
1: shoot them. Take what you want and let us go. The man with the missing tooth smiled then hit me in the temple with the butt of his gun. (laughs) I hit the ground hard, my vision blurry. I looked up as my eyes slowly focused. That's when I noticed the trap door near the dining room. The door was open, revealing nothing but darkness beneath the house. No, Kylie, it wasn't an animal. Just a few people hiding out. We want the
2: keys.
1: Fine. I have one. Kylie has the other.
2: Cass, get her in here.
0: Okay. What the hell? There's no one in here.
2: What did she say?
0: Oh, shit. There are three of them. They have to be back there.
2: Lane, go check it out. Fucking Cass can't do shit herself.
1: I watched the tall, scrawny dude walk past me, Ezra, and the missing tooth
2: guy down the hall. Cass, what the fuck are you talking about? They're coming in. I nodded. Kylie had rushed into my room and pulled me out of a deep sleep and out of my bed. We jumped into the closet and crouched down. We couldn't hear everything, but we knew some people were in the house and they had Ambridge. The girl. I guess her name was Cass. Looked in the room but walked out. Now another guy was walking up.
0: See? Told you.
2: Well, they're obviously hiding. Come out, come out, wherever you are.
0: What about the back door?
2: no fucking way. Cass, block the hole. Okay. I peered through the broken closet door. The man crouched down and checked under the bed. What the fuck are you guys doing? We know you're in here.
0: They could be in the other room.
2: Shut the fuck up, Cass. Be careful. Shut the fuck up. I'm going to start shooting. You don't want to die suggest coming out right now we have your fucking friend and we'll fucking blow a hole right through his head and if you don't come out my heart was beating so fast i was surprised the guy couldn't hear it i held my breath and i could tell kylie was doing the same she looked over to me pursed her lips and slowly raised her bow fucking games man fucking games the man held his gun out and swung open the closet door yeah. Kylie hit the man on his side, causing him to fire wildly. She quickly loaded another arrow. Lynn! Kylie fired. Ah. The arrow hit the woman through her shoulder, lodging itself as she fell to the ground. Fucking bitch. What the fuck was that? Don't move! Lynn! Cass! Ezra, fucking help them out! You better hope they're okay!
1: But I didn't say anything. My vision had completely returned, even though some of the blood had dripped from my forehead into my eye. I could feel the knot swelling, but I couldn't concentrate on it.
2: Kylie jumped on the man forcing the gun down. I ran over to the other gun the woman had dropped, since I didn't have mine on me. I didn't have time to think. I grabbed the gun as the woman jumped up, grabbing her shoulder. I spun around and kneed the man as he tried to get up. He fell down and Kylie pulled the arrow out of the side with such force, blood spread it out in the geyser. She flipped the arrow in her hand and instantly brought it down through the man's eye. I nearly gagged. Move! I looked over my shoulder to see the woman run into the hall as Ezra pushed past her. Before he could aim his weapon, Kylie had already loaded her bow. The arrow had already flown into the man's chest, but that didn't stop him from firing. I ducked and slid out of the way. Kylie pounced and the two wrestled back and forth before crashing through the window. Kylie! Where's the keys?
1: But I didn't answer. The man held the gun to my head and checked my pockets.
2: Ezra! Ezra! What the hell is going on back there? Here we go.
1: He found the bike key and held it up, admiring the tiny metal object in the dim candlelight.
2: We're taking the bikes, we're taking your shit.
0: Matt, Lynn's dead!
1: I looked over to see the woman stumble in. An arrow through her shoulder. Holy shit, Kylie. What the
0: fuck? Where's Ezra? We need to go.
1: That's when I saw my moment. The man, Matt, so focused on the woman and her injury that he wasn't paying attention. I quickly swatted the gun and jumped him. Matt! As I tried to pin Matt, the woman ran up and knocked me in the side. She ran to the gun. I rolled with Matt until we hit the girl, knocking her off her feet. All three of us rolled into the kitchen. Matt got on top and elbowed me in the face. I noticed the girl slowly back out of the kitchen. The arrow on her shoulder, broken. Blood pouring. Fuck you! I reached for a plastic fork and jammed it into Matt's throat. He fell back. I pounced. I kept my eye on the girl, since I had no idea where the gun was now. But as I reached for an empty can, I noticed the girl stumble up, grab something off the floor, and run to the door. Suddenly, the man pulled a knife and slashed me across the arm. He aimed for my head and brought it down. But I caught his wrist, and with all my strength,
2: I held him steady. By the time I reached the window, Kylie had already taken control. She had a rock in her hand and was slamming it down on Ezra. Jesus Christ! Jesus Christ! This was insane. Eventually, Ezra was nothing but a twitching mess, and Kylie rolled off him. Kylie! I'm fine. Help Ambridge. I nodded and ran out of the room. Ambridge! But instead, I saw the girl, standing there, hunched over, in pain.
0: Don't shoot. No.
2: Ambridge! When I turned my attention, the girl ran past and out the front door. I ran for the kitchen and saw Ambridge pinned under a man with a knife in his throat. Blood poured out. (sighs) The girl. Get the girl. What? Get the girl, Jay! I ran outside into the storm. I had no idea where she was, but I held my gun up. Ready. Then I heard a noise through the thunder. I ran over to the garage. Door was partly up. I stood in front, staring at the darkness of the garage. Suddenly, a headlight brightened and the engine revved. I took a step toward the bright light until I could see clearly. The now pale girl stared at me. I pointed the gun. Stop! We stared at each other a moment. My hand was shaking. Turn it off!
1: Stop her, Jay, stop her!
2: I turned my attention to Amberge stumbling down the steps. We tripped on the last one and fell face first into the mud and gravel shit while I was focused on Ambridge the girl peeled out I jumped to the side as she swerved out of the garage I got up aimed my gun at her back but within seconds she was engulfed in rain and darkness what the hell man I couldn't
1: you let her take her bike she's a girl so fucking what man they tried to kill us and who the fuck knows where she's gonna go now I think she just left You have no idea if
2: she plans on coming back, and she COULD bring more people. You don't know that? Fuck, Jay! Hey! We swung around to see Kylie running up from the other side of the house. Dirty, bloodied, and bruised.
0: What happened?
1: One of them got away with our bike. Jay let her go. The girl? I couldn't do it. Are there any others? I killed two of those fucks. Good. I got the other one. There were four?
2: Yeah. There could be more. Where's the other key? I have it. She pulled it from her tight pocket. Give it here. Ambridge. Ambridge marched into the garage and hopped on the other bike. You're going after her? You're hurt. Ambridge was bleeding from his arm and leg. Make sure no one else is here.
1: I'm going with you.
2: What? You're
0: hurt. And how else are you going to bring the other bike back?
2: Kylie jumped onto the back of the bike and grabbed onto Ambridge's shoulder.
1: Jay, make sure there's no more surprises waiting and block all the
2: windows and doors until we get back. Wait. You two are going to leave me here? Alone? But Ambridge didn't answer. He just scowled, started the engine, and took off. Shit. I walked into a complete mess. Upended furniture, broken glass, blood. I went to the kitchen and saw the man Ambridge killed. A knife lodged into his throat. The brutal ways Kylie and Ambridge killed these people. But they had to, right? Did I fuck up by letting that girl go? I didn't want to, but she was unarmed and already injured from Kylie's arrow. Back in the living room, and I stared at the floor opening. What if there were more people here, hiding? Kylie and Ambridge left me. I peered down into the darkness. I had to check. I had to make this place secure for when Ambridge and Kylie returned. I went to the bedroom and saw the man they called Lynn, an arrow protruding from his bloody eye socket. I grabbed my backpack and pulled out my flashlight. Just because, I went to the window and peered out at Ezra, his head a bloody stump. Jesus. I made for the trap door opening. This wasn't a basement. It was made shoddily and was hidden by the carpet. This was probably made after the invasion started, but did that mean this was really their house? If so, why not just tell us? Why hide and try to murder us and steal our things? Because, Jay, they weren't nice people. This is exactly what Ambridge warned you about. I held up both gun and flashlight and stepped into the darkness. It was a small, cramped space. I had to duck because there wasn't much room to move around. Uh, Hello? I was hunched over, walking on gravel. There were several sleeping bags and cupboards, some wood paneling blocking the outside elements. There were shells of canned food, rice, soda, and water. The ceiling dropped, forcing me to crawl through the narrow corridor. But then I reached a dead end. This whole hideout was tiny but I noticed a few corridors that led to the outside. A four-by-four four of chicken wire separated the hideout from the outside. They had escape routes in case they needed to leave in a hurry. Ezra probably climbed out of here and knocked on the front door. <sighs> but there was no one else here. I breathed a sigh of relief and headed back up. That was a relief, but Himbridge and Kylie still weren't back. What if they got lost? The storm was still raging, and who knows how much longer it would last. Okay, Jay. Time to clean up and barricade the windows. I already pissed off Ambridge once. I didn't want to do it again. What felt like nearly an hour passed, and I was getting worried. I had moved the body from the kitchen into the bedroom with the other body. I covered them with sheets, then moved the hallway armoire in front of the door to block it, since the window was exposed. All the other windows I blocked with random furniture. Now this place felt like a fortress. I was now cleaning the kitchen. I put several towels down over the pool of blood. Oh shit, they're back! I pushed the now vertical couch to the side so I could see out the window. Two motorcycles approached. I couldn't see for sure, but it had to be Kylie and Ambridge. Right? But just in case, I would be ready.
1: Open the door, Jay. What happened?
0: We got the bike.
1: Did you... Kill her? Jay, you need to wake up. You want to know why you always stay with the bikes while me and Kylie explore and make sure an area is safe? That's why. What do you mean? Because we've made it more than halfway across the country and you still don't understand what's going on. That's not true. What have I said since we fucking left New York? (laughs) I mean, even after all the run ins we've had, you're still unable or unwilling
2: to fucking prepare yourself for the worst. I have. You haven't? I've killed those creatures. I shot Harris before he turned. I still have nightmares about that shit. Then why did you let that girl take our bike? We need it. All you did in Denver was complain
1: about the vehicle, and here you are letting someone take it from us. She didn't have a weapon.
0: (sighs) Because I shot it out of her hand, Jay. She did have a weapon.
1: They all had weapons. They planned to take our shit, and who knows what they would have done to us. The guy in the church, the preacher in Denver, these people, there are no rules now. There are no laws. And if we're going to travel together, you need to fucking wake up and make the hard decisions like we did. It's not easy to do what we did. I understand that. But we're out of the zone now, and people will do whatever they have to to survive. I need to know that you have my back, our backs. We need to protect ourselves and our things at all times, or we won't survive much longer.
2: Ambridge marched into the kitchen. Kylie then walked over to me and put her hand on my shoulder.
0: It's not easy, Jay. I won't be able to sleep tonight. But it was us or them.
2: It didn't feel right. It was a girl.
0: So am I, Jay. And those guys had no problem shooting at me. It's not going to get easier. You have to be able to do what it takes. This is why I taught you how to shoot, right? For protection. I'm sorry. I know. But rattlers are not the only snakes out there. People become vile when they're desperate. Drastic situations change people. I was lured into a false sense of security because of the zone. Roger and company made it safe. But this night... This night was a wake-up call for both of us.
2: She looked down at her hands.
0: (sighs) I'm not proud of it. But we live to see another day.
2: Kylie walked towards the kitchen. Kylie. Yeah? Did you kill her?
0: (sighs) Yes, Jay. He did.
2: Kylie disappeared into the kitchen, and once again I was alone. I sat on the floor by my backpack and thought about Ambridge's rant. I knew he was right. I panicked, unable to pull the trigger... But things have been different if she had a gun pointed at me, or Ambridge, or Kylie. I'd like to think so, but now I wasn't so sure. Like Kylie, I wouldn't be sleeping tonight. Instead, I nestled up in the corner of the room, put my head against the wall and listened to the thunderstorm rage outside. Hopefully... it would end soon.
0: End of All Hope, written by Robert M. Lamb, edited by Isa Yazdazade Starring Hope Ennis as Ava, Nick Englehart as Mark, Adam Jetmore as Jay, Jack Austin as Ambridge, Ariel Hack as Mia, Gina Coyle as Kylie, Chris Dottoli as Teddy, Jody Swenson as Stephanie. Cattabell as Madison Gareth Thomas as Sammy Crystal Hall as Lane Michael Moman as Roger Evelyn as Brielle and Ian Feller as Hudson Co-starring Justin Alderson Brian Messick Sylvester Jeku Corey Pettit Brett Wilkins Amber Simpson Nora Darling Sean Sullivan Zane Bowman Nora Darling Connor Charlton, Joseph Harmon, Mark Karafitis, Megan Austin, and Robert M. Lamb. Music provided by Kevin McLeod of incompetech.com, alderich Chachala of Nemesis Black at reverbnation.com/slash/Nemesis_Black, and Amberlyn Nicole at youtubecom slash nicole If you enjoy this podcast, don't forget to rate and review. Visit www7 for other audio dramas such as this one. This has been a 7 Lamb production. Pulling up to Mickey D's Just For Drinks? Oh yeah, that's me.